But you know? honestly, trust is the, the fastest way to build trust is through video content mm. and by showing your face. Welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer. And I'm Bart Dace, a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's Insta husband. <laughs> Together, we run a social media company called Ella Bazaar Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Recording now. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were trying to get rid of the buzz. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> How's your day been? Yeah, good. Good. Just uh, spent the whole day in the studio, which is fun. What yeah. are you working on? Uh, I'm making a lo-fi beat at the moment, which is quite nice. Yeah. Oh, it's a bit different. It you? is a bit different. Yeah, it is a bit different. What made you want to do that? Uh, I saw some really cool video on YouTube about lo-fi, and it's all like this retro 80s. It's like 80s futuristic, like retro futuristic, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool stuff. And I think it sort of um, came from Stranger Things because that's where it's got that. Oh, it does actually look like Stranger Things. 100%. So, yeah, just bumped out one of those and cool little tune, good experience. Made some video to go with it. So You might put it on YouTube. Might do, yes. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Thank you. I might put it on my stories. Yeah. <laughs> If, if you can show me how. I can show you how, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Good. <laughs> Stories. <Imagine that. laughs> yes. Um, before we get into today's episode, I'm actually doing a free Stories training this Wednesday. So today is the 19th of July, which is when we're recording it, which is the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday is the 22nd of July. I'll be doing a live free Stories training the link to register is in my bio. Otherwise, you can send me a DM and I will send you the link to register, but it should be lots of fun. Mm. Well, that was by request, right? So people asked you yeah. to do it. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's free. Got to give the people what they want. A hundred percent. Cool. So I don't know anything about stories. So whatever you say today is going to be new to me. Uh-uh. Yes. You've edited about a thousand of my YouTube videos. So I'm sure you know something. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? Consistency is key. Consistency is key, yeah. What's the other word um, that you know? So you know when your wife talks to you and is, <laughs> you kind of blank it out a little bit? <laughs> I don't know if you know about that. <laughs> it's like when your mum whinges at you, right? You're just like selective hearing it out. Yeah, That happens sometimes. All the time. <laughs> right, cool. So stories, t- tell me. How does it work? What do we do? Okay. So the other day we were talking about DMs and sales funnels. So I want you to think of stories like when you use them effectively, they are the beginning of your DM sales funnel. So you, you can turn your viewers into warm leads or hot leads if you, use the, if you use your stories correctly. Cool. So explain what does user correctly mean? Like what, what are we doing in stories? So if you're a business, you want to use your stories in order to make money. <laughs> Okay, to make money, but like... Just to put it simply, right? (laughs) So what you would like to do is develop a strategy so that your viewers, your audience gets to know, like and trust you 
mm-hmm. so that you can convert them just from a viewer into first a warm lead and then a hot lead and then you would like to convert them into a, a customer. customer. Fair enough. So what do we do in stories that's different to how we do things on posts and that sort of stuff? Like, how I think it so in posts, I feel like you are, you're not able to actually say the things. So you write it out. But on stories, people actually get to know you. They they see mm. the face because people, what is it? People buy from people. People do buy from people. That's there you great. go. You know that one. <laughs> I do know that one. It's my people. one. It's my notes. <laughs> it's definitely not your one. <clears throat> um, Fair enough. But your feed essentially is your is beautifully curated, just mm. static photos. Your stories disappear in twenty four hours. You can test out different ideas on there. You can test your market out on there before you dive deep into actually creating a digital product or a course. Fair enough. It's somewhere where you're creating a two-way conversation with your audience. That's why I'm saying it's like your DM sales funnel because you're starting that conversation and then you're continuing the conversation. When it's your feed post, yes, people are commenting and you're replying and you can do the same to others, but it's not as intimate. Fair enough. And also, I suppose talking makes it easier, like actually having a video up there makes it easier for them to actually see what you're about and communicate the emotion in in what you're trying to say instead of just a post because it's really, really hard to have the, I suppose, the tone come across perhaps. Yeah, if you're trying to be funny or sarcastic, people might not actually understand. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, this chick's a bitch. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. That's what you that. think. That's not what I think. It not is. No, you don't no. get it. <laughs> the tone is lost. But In- honestly, trust is the, the fastest way to build trust is through video content mm. and by showing your face. And I know that it's really, really scary for a lot of people to get on stories. And I've been doing a lot of coaching over the last few weeks and people just do not want to do it. They're like, no, give me another strategy. (laughs) What else can I do? How else can I show up on stories? Mm. So um, I'll tell you a few different ways and I'll tell you a few things that I do for my clients as well. Yeah. Well, look, it makes sense from my perspective um, before you dive into that. So I don't like to search and read stuff on Google. I will search YouTube. Mm-hmm. to find stuff and I prefer watching and people talking into like audio visually yeah. learning it's much easier for me to pick that up so I kind of get where you're going like a lot of people I think would be the same right you can just watch a one minute video yeah. or they can try and read a 10 page you know document and that's it's pretty straightforward for me which one I'd go for yeah I think also a lot more people are watching stories now rather than scrolling the feed so it is imperative yeah and the other thing is also right you've got a a mini, yeah, it's not even a mini, it's just a camera in your pocket, which is essentially a mini studio. You've got a mic, you know, you've got a camera, you can do some editing, you can do some video editing on oh, your, do you on know your iPhone. It's a, a crazy stat. No. Because of what you're saying with all of this, 50% of the businesses that are on Instagram do not use stories. Really? They're not on stories. That's crazy. That is crazy. Mm. And if you do have the window to the world in your pocket... How does Instagram look at it from an algorithm perspective? Surely they give some heavier weighting to those that are on all of the, I suppose, platform items or the different windows, if you will. I mean, like if Instagram's got someone that's super active on video and, you know, stories and Mm -hmm. posting and DMs, surely they get a better hit rate than someone that's just posting? Yeah, they do favour the people that keep their audience on the platform the longest. You keep saying that, yeah. 
but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. true yeah, yeah. It makes sense. but the algorithm works in a way if you post something valuable and people like it they'll just show you to more yeah people similar stuff. so just don't post shitty content <laughs> Social media advice right there, ladies and gents, don't post shitty content. Hashtag. <laughs> well, I think the real question, Ella, what defines shitty content? Please oh, enlighten oh, us. Okay. If you're doing my course, I've actually got examples. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my it's God. It's good for you to see, like, what Wait. is going to actually stop you. I, I hope you, bl- like, blanked out the names. It's not like a name oh my and gosh, shame no. session. Oh, my gosh, no. I would never do that. <laughs> I'm just checking. No, no. It's just showing examples of businesses that post high quality content and then showing not so not so great but also if you are a business and it is it doesn't matter what industry you're in it's saturated especially on social media how are you going to stand out what Mm. what is going what's it going to take for you to actually take out your credit card and buy something true what do you stop at Mm. and i know that you always search the explore page you don't really search your feed page no and I don't search hashtags either. I just kind of yeah, go around. But, that's... but then sometimes I get onto like a little rabbit hole and go down it. But it's not me getting on looking for a hashtag and then no, chasing that hashtag. But you hashtag. also prefer TikTok, don't you? Yeah, I like TikTok. TikTok's And that's good. all video. It is all video. So I stories. I love video. Video, yeah. video, video. Yeah, so yep. that's exactly what stories are. Mm. And like I keep saying, they are the beginning of your DM sales funnel. So today what I want to talk to you about is how you can structure your stories in order for you to have the best results. Cool. Shoot. This is actually part of some of what I'm teaching in my course as well. Cool. Just a tiny little bite size of it. Cool. Well, take us through it. Okay. So like any good story, your stories should have a beginning, middle and an end. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I know. Mind blown. And a, and a mid- midway twist. Someone falls in love. Plot twist in the middle. <laughs> there's there's no end because well, the story never ends. And contract, conflict resolution. So yes, there yeah. is a conflict resolution, of course. Good. Okay. Th- that is your your business yeah. is the resolution. Correct. Makes sense. You are the conflict. The business is the resolution. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's good. the plot twist. Nice. Nice. No, not really a twist. It's kind of yeah. It's anyway. pretty straightforward for you, but maybe not for everyone. Fair enough. Fair enough. So by, by having a beginning and a middle and an end, it actually keeps the audience's attention for a lot longer because they're expecting more. So they're waiting for the next bit. Mm. And it's giving them an introduction. It's saying, today I'm going to talk to you about this. Are you interested? Or today I'm going to talk to you about this. Do you want to mm. know more? Yeah. Yeah. So I think storytelling is massive. If you think about like, I think one thing from my perspective, and I don't know a hell of a lot about your, your customers and your clients and stuff, but everybody's scared about getting on video and stories because they're scared of, you know, looking funny and looking bad and, yeah. and probably the quality of the content's not to scratch, up to scratch. Mm-hmm. And I get that, right? Like I'm a bit of a perfectionist when I try and do video, I try and do the best of my ability and I don't want to post it before that. But you know Casey Neinstadt, mm. right? He posts literally handheld him on his skateboard, rocky footage. It's all over the shop. He never edits, edits it out. It's just, you know, I mean, this guy's got like, what, three and a half million subscribers on YouTube mm. and it's completely raw footage. It's not color graded. It's not pretty. It's nothing. But you know what it is? A bloody good story. Yeah. Every He's so good at telling so stories. Good. Definitely yeah. check him out. 100%. Mm. Yeah. So 
interject with no, some information. It's fine. Who yeah. else? Um, Peter McKinnon also does amazing storytelling. Very good storytelling, yeah. But his his editing's a bit more professional and he yeah. likes the creamy stuff. He likes the smooth transitions. But that's also why you watch him. Yeah, correct. That. Yeah, yeah. How did he do that? Yeah, correct. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's a little bit different. I mean, Casey, you only watch four stories and then he does like reviews and then he does story reviews. Mm. He doesn't talk about how to do YouTube. So he's a completely different genre. Mm. It was actually really funny. They did a um, a YouTube video with the both of them and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome, by the way. But it keeps your attention because it's an actual story. And um, I was—I just finished reading "Building a Brand Story," a story brand. I keep saying it the wrong way around. "Building mm. a Story Brand" by Donald Miller. You're dyslexic. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and this—I mean, this is a great marketing book. But you'll find this in pretty much any marketing book: is that it needs to be your stories, not just Instagram stories, but what you're saying needs to be told like a story. It needs to have a beginning, middle, and an end. And that is to capture your audience's attention. Mm. He talks about this as well um, when Apple changed their, the way that they market their products. Oh, yes. Yeah, and yes. he talks about it how, um, who was it? He went to go work at Pixar for a little bit. Mm. I can't remember the guy you're talking about, but I know the Not story. Not Steve. Steve Jobs was the one. Was it Steve? Steve Jobs did Apple, yes. Is that what you're asking? No, I'm t- who from Apple went to work at Pixar? Yeah, it was Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. I'm like sorry. The main guy who started it, got yeah, fired, yeah, just... went to Pixar, learned storytelling, came okay, back and yes, kicked goals. Exactly. That one? Okay. Yeah. So anyway, Donald tells this story in the book and he says how much their marketing transformed overnight because he learned how to tell stories. Mm. And it wasn't just about saying, these are the benefits, these are the features <laughs> of the product, these are some real cool buzzwords. It's actually about telling a story and getting their attention, getting them to stay on board and wanting to hear more. Yeah. That's like in, um, sorry, just while you're on the Apple train, um, Start With a Why by Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've listened to that one yet. Right, I just finished it. So he talks about starting with the why and when you're building a business, you need to, to understand your why. And the how and the what are the things that fall out of the why. But if you're true to your why, which Steve Jobs was, you you always end up being successful. And that's when you get your billionaire entrepreneur guys because they know what the why is. Mm. And Elon Musk's another one. You know, like, why do you want to go to space? Why do you want to do all these things? Because he wants to better the world, right? So yeah. it's like his core thing. But in start, the, the book Start With The Why, which is a great read, highly recommend. Um, he talks about Apple. And, um, you know, back when the, the personal computer came out, we had IBM with these massive rooms that were computers and then you had Steve Jobs going, I'm going to make the personal computer like a single laptop for the yeah. personal person, a single individual. And they were like, it can never do what we do on a performance basis. And he's like, but that's not why I'm doing it. What I want to do is make the, the computer personal, right? And then in doing so, it became a brand identity. And now people identify with Apple so hard that you know they could never leave. I mean, we're probably those people as well. But <laughs> talking about us, yeah, exactly right. But I mean, you know, the other computers was mass computers, and then they're one of these huge server rooms and that sort of stuff. But if they st- because they stuck to the why, they became successful. And yeah. I think that why needs to come through in your stories, right? Yeah. So why are you doing what you do? And and obviously linking in between stories and stuff. I probably jumped ahead, but anyway. No, but like I'm saying, that's pretty much every single marketing book talks about storytelling and how important it is so that's why even on your instagram stories you need to be telling a actual story with a beginning middle and an end and that's how you're going to capture somebody's attention so before just jumping in and saying 
hey, these are my three tips for blah, 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 mm. or do you guys want to know my latest blah, 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 this is my new product, this is my new service. Actually, it's a two-way two conversation. You want to have a, a story to tell, a beginning, middle and an end, even if you're giving your tips for the day or you're showing how to do something mm. instead of saying, hey, guys, I'm just jumping on to do this or so I'm just going to talk to you about this. Mm. Say, hey, guys, today I'm going to tell you my three top tips for getting more views on your Instagram stories. Do you want to know more? And then put a little poll sticker and say, yep. yes. And yes, I would love to know more. <laughs> yes and yes, so nobody has a chance to say no. no because right. as soon as somebody says no, you're yeah, like, oh, why is someone saying no? And it yeah. gets in your head yeah. and yeah. we don't need that. You're already struggling to show up on stories and yeah. battling with everybody's opinions, which don't really matter. Yeah, so before we go down that rabbit hole, I think the, the point of the story is um, also with this sort of stuff, so, you know, Marketing and storytelling, you can really rely on your audience to let you drive your content. And yes. you do this really well, right? So yeah. you put up questions, put up polls like, hey, guys, what do you want to know? Because, you know, even I do this at work when I've got my team and I have to train them on something. And I'm like, I can think of all these stuff to train them on. And I'm like, oh, this might not be relevant. But then I'll just sit down and be like, all right, guys, brainstorm. What do you guys want to know? Yeah. Like, what, what's, what's the current problems? And we storyboard some stuff and you'll be surprised what comes out. And then we go and address that. And you do the same thing on a digital platform where you're like, hey, you know, said customer base or said, you know, following, what, what do you guys actually want to know? Um, and then you, mm. you'll end up giving that, getting that information. Yeah. And in doing so, the people that have asked it are really interested because you're going to answer it. Yes. Also, by doing that, by, by having that intro slide, and then going into asking them a question, when it gets them thinking about, do I have a question? Instead of just being like, here's a question. Yeah. Do you have a response yeah. for me? And they're like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I think overwhelmed. It's really, yeah, I think it's really important to note. I mean, like, uh, we are so bombarded by information these days. It's mm. absolutely unreal. I mean, I get sick of it. I sit down, the TV's on, like, you know, not that we ever watch TV, but when we do for that five minutes and there's just add, 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 I'm like, ugh, feel sick, turn it off, right? And if you fall into that category of just throwing information at people, you're not going to get anywhere. No. So. And actually, funny to say that, the, the training I'm doing on Wednesday talks all about this. So if you guys are keen, then join in. But... Let's get back into this. So in your intro, you're going to say what it is that you're going to be talking about. Tell them what you're going to say and then use that poll sticker or question sticker. So actually say, like, put the poll sticker, are they interested, and then put a question box after. But when you introduce the question box and you say, this is, I'm going to put a question box up about this, let me know if you have a question, mm. it gets them thinking about it first rather than just putting it there and then you're wondering why you don't get any questions is because you've put it there, you haven't given an, any lead up to it yeah. and then you probably just get a whole lot of robot responses. Yeah, which... 100%. I think that's also the other thing. You've got to be also in this process, don't expect to have, you know, quantity over, over quality yeah. or don't go for that. Go for mm. the quality. If you get five people properly engaged and they're really interested, then they'll yeah. tell a couple more people and then, you know, it'll snowball down the track. And that's just what marketing is, right? 100% and word of mouth. And then that's the thing, right? You know, if even if you put up a poll, you try this, someone likes it, you know, you get five people, next time you might get 10 and who knows, yeah. a year down the track, you've got 5,000 people asking you questions. And Exactly. Yeah. I don't think anyone should get down about the number. No. Yeah. Like, if you're getting 100 views, it, that's amazing. I'm if very you're getting glad a that they took the likes off, actually, yeah. in retrospect. Like, oh, well, this photo only got 200 posts. And 200 likes, and you really like it, you know? Yeah. It's just frustrating. Yeah, it is. It's very, very frustrating. Mm. Then you have the middle. Oh. 
So this is where you're going to give a little bit of context, give a little bit of explanation, and then you're going to go in with your tips or answering those questions. So if they if they came through your question box, this is where you're going to say, hey guys, I'm actually, I've done this because blah, 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 and now I'm going to answer your questions. Nice. Like, right? Just like you're telling a real story. Mm. And treat it like a real conversation, I guess. When you're telling a story in a conversation, this is exactly what you do as well. Yeah, and no conversation voices. No no online fake air voices. Oh. <laughs> I, no, no offense, but I do listen to some of the people that you follow and you listen to, and they're like, oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God, it's funny <laughs> to tell you this. And there's a specific tone that just genuinely pisses me off. <laughs> like, and I don't know where it comes from. It's just annoying. Just talk like a normal person. Be like, hey, guys, how are you going? Do I talk like, like a normal no, person? You, you talk fine, and I think that's part of the reason why you've got a lot of followers. But some of those girls... It's my like voice. That's that what pitch, It just goes up an octave. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, sick. Don't do that, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, it's true. <laughs> then you have the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, dear. Then you have the end. So you've answered your questions or you've given your really useful advice or if you've got a product, you've, you've given those uh, benefits... You've maybe showed some examples. Then you go in the end and you say, was this helpful? And you're actually, that's when you're still creating that two-way conversation with someone. So don't just go, hey, these are my tips. And that's it, radio silence. Say, was this helpful? Mm. Yes or yes, I would like some more information. Yeah, it's a feedback loop and it continues the conversation, right? So you either get your next question from them if it wasn't helpful enough mm. or you can start a one-on-one conversation and then you slide into DMs or whatever it is, right? How I was saying last week or whenever we were talking about the DMs, that's, that's exactly how you start that conversation. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. Mm. So then we exactly what I'm saying is you want to start that two-way conversation and um, the end is also where... You come to ask if people want to know more about the product or service and then that's when you directly send them mm. a DM to more information mm. or mm. that direct mm. conversation yep. or a link to book in a car. Oh, Danny. She's being a bit scary. we got new neighbours. <laughs> she doesn't like them very much, does she? <laughs> so funny. She would not stop barking. I was like, okay, you've done a good job. And she was like, meh. Uh, she just kept going. Um, so just back to the story thing and obviously from a marketing perspective and from a high level, uh, just wait for Danny to finish up. It's all right. Just keep um, going. <laughs> from a high level, right, if, if you think about this from a traditional media standpoint, you put up a TV a TV ad, right, someone sits there, they, they listen to your ad, go, oh, that's interesting, and then they instantly forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. Then actually having this platform and actually having the ability to message somebody on a one-on-one level directly and consistently and all the time like pocket to pocket yeah is insane yeah. so if you're not using stories you're missing a massive opportunity 50 percent of businesses okay, hold on. i'm gonna have no. to sort this out danny sorry anyway danny sorted <laughs> <laughs> naughty dog but structuring your stories actually makes a really really big difference in holding your audience's attention mm. getting them to want to actually start that two-way conversation. So you're creating that warm audience mm. because they they do need a warm-up to you. And it's um, I guess it's a lot less annoying if somebody just DMs you cold hard. If you're putting up these invitations for them to actually engage with you and talk to you and 
you're trying to get that information back from them, mm. it's going to benefit your business so much more as well because you've got you know what to post because they're giving you the questions. Yep, exactly right. They're giving you the content to answer, right? And I mm. suppose that makes sense for you because you're in the information space. But even then, like you know, if you've developed a product and someone asks you a whole bunch of questions about your product, and sure, there might be a little bit of an annoying question, but they probably have a point. And if they're thinking it, maybe else someone else is thinking it, right? Yeah. So like you know. I don't know, sizing, maybe one of them. So if you make up to, you know, double XL mm-hmm. for men and they're like, oh, why don't you have triple XL? And you're like, because I don't make it. That's not the right answer. It's the right not. answer is like the market might want that. So if you explore yeah. that conversation with a the person, they'd be like, hey, I love your stuff, but, you know, my husband's six foot six and he needs a shirt this size. Can you help out? Right. Yeah. And that's how you actually learn from your market and adapt your product to be more successful in a product-based space, not yeah. just on an information-based space. And a lot of people do have questions that they want to ask you, but they might be a little bit shy. They might not want to actually ask you those questions. So mm. by starting starting out like this, you're inviting them to actually participate, participate and mm. get in touch with you and make it feel, let them open up to you, but make them feel comfortable doing it. Mm. Mm. If you're shutting them down, if you're shutting down every time you get a DM and you're getting annoyed, mm. then you're giving up a chance. You yeah. are. You you're losing all these opportunities. Have you read the book A Complaint is a Gift? No. Oh, you should read that. Oh. Well, I'm currently reading a book. Okay, cool. So, should I tell you about this one? Yes, yes. Cool. Yeah, look, long story short, a complaint is a gift. If someone complains about something, they're highlighting something about your business that they didn't like and they actually care enough to tell you, like I'm the type of person, if we go for dinner, it's terrible. I won't say anything and never return, right? That's that's me. But mm. if someone else actually says, hey, man, that actually wasn't very good. You should fix it. That is an absolute gift because then the next person that if comes in... you do it in, in a polite way. Yeah, or? of course. I mean, we're not talking about like swearing at, at people and, and copying it on the chin. Like that's not said what I'm, person. <laughs> not talking about that sort of stuff, right? But I mean, like, you know, it's one of those things where if someone does complain, they've highlighted something to you, you should take that as an actual actionable. Yeah. And if you go and assess it and it turns out the client's completely wrong or the customer's completely wrong, sure, fine. But as long as you've ex- explored it and used it as a piece of information that could be valuable, um, good book. That was pretty much the takeaway. Should the book I'm reading now, I'm pretty sure he talks about that as well, that people, that people have um, complaints. There can be good complaints or bad complaints. Well, I think he was talking about... He was talking about Harry Potter and he was talking about how, how people have their opinions and that out of all of the reviews, there would still be somebody that absolutely hated it. Yeah. Yep. Well, <laughs> I have something to say to that and to quote the la- the current great Tim Minchin. Yes. Opinions are like arseholes. Oh, dear. In the fact that everyone has one. However, I would argue that opinions, unlike arseholes, should be inspected regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Sorry, I had to say that. Okay. Doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, um, the book I'm reading at the moment is called The Alter Ego Effect by Todd Herman, and I'm loving it. As you guys know from my last episode with Maya, I was telling you how I am really shy and... Was. <laughs> was. Was really shy. Um, and this is definitely helping. I, I One of my goals is I really want to get up on stage and speak in front of people. <laughs> that would be very impressive if you did that. Uh, I have an opportunity and you're like, I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I need you to come so that you can Insta story it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm there for cameraman, not for support. What else is Correct. new? <sighs> Life of an Insta husband. But I, that, that is something that genuinely scares me. Mm. And this book is helping. So definitely uh-huh. read it. What was it? The Alter Ego Effect. Oh, yeah. I saw that on the Audible. I yeah. Haven't come across it yet. No, because I just, I, it's mine at the moment. Yeah, I know. You can wait your tongue. I can't play, put your place out. Eh? <laughs> eh? <laughs> cool. So, to wrap up stories, stories are awesome. You should definitely be using them if you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any sort of strategy behind what to sort of put up on there it? There is a, a huge strategy. So, oh, if you God. if you want any more info, jump on our live training on Wednesday night. Yeah. And if you are listening to this past then, then you can purchase my course, right? which has a lot of information about stories, and I'll put the link below. Sounds good. All right. Yes. Cool. Well, I hope you guys all have a really, really lovely week. Staying nice and warm if you're in Oz, and stay safe if you're in Vic. <laughs> Sorry. I got this meme, and it's like, oh it's, my it's, God, it's so that. funny. It's... It's got a picture of a license plate um, from Victoria and it says, Victoria, the place to be. And then it's got a photo of Thor from Thor Ragnarok, like scrunching his face up and going, is it though? <laughs> I like, I feel really bad because they're going through a tough time. But, you know, their uh, that premiere is pretty interesting bloke. So good luck to everyone who's Victorian. I uh, wish you the best of luck. <laughs> and we're gonna... It's not funny. No, but it's not funny. The, the meme's hilarious. The meme is funny. Yeah. Not the situation. So just to clarify, mm-hmm. don't send us hate. <laughs> no hate, no. Sounds good. All right. Thank All right. Bye, guys. Enjoy your day.